When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The early trade for tyre power. Family safety is never up for trade. Oh boy, the vision's online. It's been legaled, and the vision of Matthew Lloyd's soft dismissal, his fancy sort of paddle, sort of upright, <laughs> sweet rubbish, is online, Lord. And I was looking to play some games around Australia, Kano. <laughs> uh, I was selling myself to a few clubs, and that's over after they've seen that dismissal. So you've just embarrassed me. I have to, might have to put your... Uh, <laughs> Cliffy Young running style up later, just because that is insipid, your running style. But anyway, I've just got to wear it this morning and cop yeah. it. Well, you are a bowler, though. So that, yeah, that, yeah, the, the saving grace is that you're, you're an exceptional bowler. All right, we've got to straighten up here because there is a serious story unfolding at the Essendon Football Club, one that is embarrassing, really. Uh, Damian Barrett is the best news breaker in the AFL and he's part of the AFL Trade Radio team. He joins us. Damo, thanks for your time. Yeah, g'day, Cano uh, and, and Lordo, and, and it is embarrassing for, for, for so many people attached to this football club, and, and, and most of that embarrassment to me today goes back to the, the man who set about to, to, to make the change seven and a half weeks ago at that club, that being uh, the, the new president, um, David Burham. So, Damo, let's work our way through this. I guess the, the obvious question is how can a massive football club not do a Google search and uncover this information that a journalist quickly uncovered moments after he was appointed. Yeah, I think that's as, as pressing an issue right now for, for, for this club to, to wade through, that, that you have a, a firm that employs people and, and has processes around that employment and espouses to be inclusive and, and diverse. And, and in Ernst & Young, being the firm in question, you've got a person by the name of Dorothy Hisgrove who works in people, um, inclusion in people, a lot of job titles she's had at major organisations. And... You're right, a simple Google search unearthed more than their due process. It unearthed more than their due diligence. And that that is something the club now has to wade through. That the padding on the back of itself on, on Monday when it announced the, the confirmation of Andrew Thorburn as CEO lined up with the embarrassment of, of yesterday when it put a put a, a challenge to him. Stay with us as CEO or, or remove your position from the church. And, and, and he chose the church over the, the role of, of CEO. And again, Kane, there's a, there's a dozen issues at least to, to wade through, and that's as prominent as, as any of them right now. That This club telling its members and, and everyone else that it's doing things by the book in the right way couldn't, couldn't even get this aspect of its, mm. uh, of its David Burham-led part right. So... There'll be people out there, Damo, and I actually heard you speak about this on, on the Sounding Board podcast with, with Hutchie this morning. Now, you were reacting in real time as this happened. It was yesterday morning that you recorded it that would say, well, what does it mean for other people in the AFL industry that have similar beliefs or religious views? What does it mean for yeah, them Yeah, 
I, I, again, I don't know whether our listeners and, and any listeners you know, need to hear certain aspects of what we're about to say, but, but I, I'm, I'm with you on this. What, what does it mean? What, what I um, wanted to hear from Andrew Thorburn when he had the chance, and, and, and you're right in the time frame yesterday, Andrew Thorburn hadn't responded to, to what was being said about him. And as always, you want to get every single part of uh, the story on the table before you make your own judgments. I wanted to hear Andrew Thorburn distance himself mm. personally from, from those comments because if we're all to be judged by the um, the people we, we have as friends, the, the, the organisations we work for, the religions we are part of and have grown up with, I mean, I'll, I'll put my hand up. I'm, I'm, I was raised Catholic. Now, there's parts of being Catholic that I'm, I'm really happy about, but there's other parts and, and more damning parts that I'm appalled by um, and, and, and cannot stand for and, and question and, and wonder why and how. So... Again, I don't want to get too sort of um, you know caught up in this in this in my views, but Keynes, I think the best way to answer what you just said there is Andrew Thorburn had a chance to to personally remove himself from from the comments that that are at the heart of this story right now, and and, and chose not to. In fact, he chose the church's full teachings over the the job that that he was accepted only a day earlier officially as Essendon CEO. That's his choice, and that's his right. And when you talk about respect and, and inclusion. I respect that decision, but but again, it precludes him from being CEO of, of this football club um, as a result of going down that path. And again, I wanted to hear him remove himself from it, and, mm. and he, he chose not to. And and, mm. and that's that's for him. And, and again, that's the decision he made, and, and he made it with some comfort. Dave Wesson, uh, it's been put out that he had a choice to make, uh, whether to be yeah the leader of yeah the what is it the city on on a hill church or the leader of Essendon, and he and he chose. You know, the city of the Hill Church. Do you believe, though, if he chose Essendon, he could have would have still survived, or he, he was still it was untenable that he would ever be yeah, able look, to be the CEO? If, if he chose Essendon over the the church lotto and and had the accompanying statements that that you know what was being referred to with, with the views that were expressed and then publicly relayed on on homosexuality and abortion and, and, and just the generalities of inclusion and diversity, if he had statements attached to that decision that shot down those particular views, yeah, I, I think he could have. Because, Lord, once we introduce religion to, to it, and again, this is so complex for us, and, and I'm mm. not educated yeah. enough to have a much deeper part of this conversation, but my views on it are, we, we, we are linked to something that, that, you know, that is beyond ourselves, but we don't have to agree to every aspect of it, whether we like it or not, with that link being the, the source of it. So, yeah, look, once he had that put to him, but again, Lotto, to me, this does get back to the footy club, and this is probably something I'm mm. more comfortable on. I'm not avoiding mm. what you've asked me, and I think I've expressed it as best I'm, I'm capable of, but the football side of it, this should have been something they waded through themselves privately behind the scenes in the weeks leading into this, but they got caught up in Andrew Thorburn. I mean, he's also, as you know, had an adverse finding at the Banking Royal Commission when he was head of a, one of the four major banks. Um, again, that, that needed to be part of their thinking. So too did this religious aspect of it. They needed to properly thrash this out behind the scenes before they went public. And well, the other aspect I've got of, of a problem with this is Andrew Thorburn was brought in as, as a person to review the football club. And, and, and you know that. And, mm. and, and he was reviewing certain aspects of it. He was interviewing candidates for the, for the vacant CEO post. And again, David Barham chose to force... Xavier Campbell out of the football club. That, that, that was a decision Xavier Campbell made, but he had no choice but to leave once David Barham came in. Got a vacancy in that position. Andrew Thorburn's interviewing candidates. And I, and I know of one that had, had three conversations with the football club about that vacancy. And 
he gets made aware, not through Andrew Thorben, but, but made aware that, that Andrew Thorben is going to be the next CEO while he's still going through that process. So interviewing candidates for that job then decides he wants the job himself and, and is endorsed by David Barham and others at the club as that person. I mean, you talk about process, you talk about rigour, and you talk about treating people right, and that's what David Barham wants to be judged on. Well, I think if you go back to what David Barham did um, between around 2022 and 23 when he, when he rolled Paul Brasher as president, that happens at footy clubs, but what he made and what he subjected Ben Rutten to in, in that week between round 22 and round 23 when he made the approach to Alistair Clarkson while he's got a contracted coach on his books... That, to me, goes to the core of what, what David Barham thinks of, of certain people. And, and, and now we see this latest issue of the last 24, 48 hours with Andrew Thorburn. Yeah, I made that point earlier, Damo, that uh, I think and I never liked the situation where you, you're there to select a CEO and, and you end up doing that yourself. So David Barham, so he has made some mistakes. So you're right, the way the Ben Rutten situation was handled, I'm a, everyone knows I'm a fan of Dave, uh, really... I'm yeah. a friend of Dave's, but he did make a big mistake there with the treatment of Rutten. He's made a mistake here. Uh, are you saying that in a sense that... But I understand what David's been trying to do to change what the mediocrity has been of the club and their on-field performance. But do you think he should be under pressure now, David Barham, with the start that he's made as the president? I feel he's got no choice but to stand down himself. Now, I don't expect him to do that. Um, but, but what I do expect to happen on the back of him putting the, the heels and digging the heels back in is for certain people, and, and, and you know you know as many people at that footy club that need to be known, I, I know a portion of the people you know, I know there were meetings going on late last night, multiple meetings about what these people who, who, who also want change at that footy club are going to do, and, and, and none of it is favourable to David Barham. How that plays out, um, potentially as early as today, I'm, I'm really keen to, to see. Um, you got a situation last week, Lordo, and, and, and came where... Brad Scott was, was wooed as coach, and, and, he, and it happened very quickly once he took the call from Essendon. Andrew Thorburn was, was part of that wooing process, and I believe it was done with Andrew Thorburn um, already privately determined as being the chief executive officer. Brad Scott, now, he, he won't back away from the commitment he made to Essendon, and, and that will be the one good thing I think David Brown's done to this point. He's got Brad Scott through, but... But that's not the scenario he accepted last week. Um, he accepted they, the, the job with a CEO in place, in his mind, as far as I can tell. And, and now he's got the potential of, of also having, at least at the very least, an extraordinary amount of pressure being applied to the, the chair of, of the football club, the president of the football club, on, on the back of what I would say has been a, a seven-and-a-half-week whirlwind, often just off the cuff, uh, takeover. And I won't say control, but takeover of the footy club by, by David Barham, who, who felt he had a change. And even the flippancy with which he responded yesterday, oh, we've had a couple of missteps. Oh, well, was one of the other um, claims he made. And we needed a shake-up and, and a reset. Um, we, we still then you know, value our own values. Um, look, there's a lot of words being said by David Barham. I don't think too many match up with, with proper action. And Kevin Sheedy's role, Damo, of course, that's the other thing that hasn't been spoken about a lot because this has overshadowed it is his role on the board tenable after coming out so strongly and saying that he voted for James Hurd against the, the, the other members of the board well, well given these comments came were made last Friday as far as I can recall for Thursday Friday of last week and, and there's still been no statement around Kevin Sheedy's role on the board I mean he, he resigned in my eyes when he went public with the, the revealing of the, the nature of discussions you do not do that at board level of any organisation and, and you certainly don't do it at a footy club and the fact that David Barham hadn't acted on, on that prior to, to yesterday and, and you've still got 
the agitator that is Kevin Sheedy and the fact that people still have a, a line of communication with Kevin. And, and, and I'm really keen to see what he is going to do next, given he was prepared last week to talk about you know, a difference of views publicly that was held privately of that board. Um, look, I know he was contacted yesterday. And I'm really keen to see what his next public play is because we know Kevin, he won't be able to help himself at some stage. And yet again, that's going to be yet another layer of this uh, this mess that the Essendon Football Club has, uh, has constantly found itself in for the best part of 20 years. Hey, David, back to what you just said earlier about uh, you feel that he has no choice but to stand down David Barham. Are you suggest, or suggesting that there's a ticket or some people behind the group, uh, behind the scenes that are looking to maybe try and topple David Barham? Is that how you're saying it might play out? Yeah, look, there, there's, there were conversations flying around last night, Lord Owen. Look, this does happen when these moments occur at a footy club. But this was an embarrassing one for the, for the club. That was patting itself on the back on Monday afternoon for the... For the process that, that unearthed Andrew Thorburn as as CEO, and again, I've just I've just raised question marks on how he was interviewing candidates for it, and I've got serious question marks about that process. If you mm. if you are in good faith interviewing people for a job, and then the person doing the interviews wants the job and is given the job himself, I've got an issue with that aspect of it. Mm. So that's one aspect of it. You then don't do your own proper searches on him that that a Google search ultimately unearthed um, prior to making the announcement and. Yeah, I, and again, Rollo, back to your question. There, there were conversations that were running deep into Tuesday night that, that were of that nature. Now, now, how those conversations take shape today and in days to come, I don't claim to know. But I know the conversations of that nature last night were, 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 were of, that, uh, of, of that nature and, and of that topic. What, what do we do now to, to, to change this board yet again? Mm, more to play out um, we'll follow it closely Damo appreciate your time this morning and we'll hear from you later on with the late trade with Soss and David Noble thanks boys Damien Barrett there David Barham under significant pressure Lordo and, and this will continue to play out over the coming days you would think it's such a different beast uh, AFL football so yeah. uh, David Barham as I said I, I, he was uh, I was involved with David at Channel 10 and I, I think he's a fantastic person and I think he's, his intentions are right for the football club, and he he's he's he slipped up and he's made some mistakes. This is a big mistake, this one. Mm. Uh, but I thought the hand rutten handling was poor, but I was willing to forgive him in in that sense. Uh, so I'm I'm still behind what he's trying to do to fix the club. But uh, yeah, that one was a, a big mistake yesterday. Pressure building on David Barham, uh, the chairman of the Essendon Football Club. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight is our number. We'll work our way through a number of your text messages this morning and you continue to join in the conversation with us whenever you like this morning. It is Continental Tires, AFL Trade Radio, Continental Tires, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. All the news on the other side of this. You're listening to Continental Tires, AFL Trade Radio, engineered in Germany. Proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Sometimes. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.